Blog Talk Radio. And thanks for tuning in once again to Access Radio Live. You have made the smart choice of listen to, listening to me and listening to this show. Um, before we get started, you know how it works for those of you all who are uh, who continuously listens to my show. Have to thank our sponsors, um, Quality Refrigeration Concepts. Quality Refrigeration is now QRC where the quality of service matters, now specializing in HVAC. So they they do commercial refrigeration, and now they do heating and air. They do heating and air now. Their mission is to perform for their customers the highest level of quality heating and air services at a fair market competitive price. To ensure the longevity of their company through repeat referrals and business achieved by customer satisfaction. To deliver excellent customer service in all areas, including timeliness, attention to detail, and service-minded attitudes. So, you can get in touch with Quality Refrigeration at 336-788-5407. And you simply ask for Sean Eller. He is the owner of the company. He's a great guy. Um, I've used them myself, and you will be satisfied. That is QRC, where quality of service matters. Next sponsor is going to be Garden of Life, empowering extraordinary health. Garden of Life products, you guys, are 100% organic. Uh, they have protein. Um, they have meal replacements. It's some of the best stuff out there. It's commonly used with a lot of MMA fighters, especially in the UFC. Um, Steve Montgomery, UFC welterweight, he uses it. Will Brooks from Bellator, lightweight, he uses it. Empower, their products are designed to let you take control of your health. Extraordinary, they believe in a premium nutrition that goes beyond the ordinary. Health, your health is a gift, and extraordinary health is a goal worth pursuing for both you and your family. Now, before I get on with the show, I always got to talk about maybe some kind of current event, current event in sports, something just made that, that was a breakthrough story that just made uh, made the news. So apparently, um, what's going on in, Lu- in Louisville, Kentucky, um, where Rick Rick Pitino, who is one of the best basketball coaches around, um, there's been allegations of recruits coming on recruiting visits and ha- and uh, having sex parties that were thrown by, uh, by by some of the coaches. Now, people ask me, what do I think about that? Well, of course, it's wrong. Um, you, you're, you're there to, number one, um, get exposed to a higher level of education, um, look, look at the facilities, um, get, get talk to the team and the coaches to see if it's the right fit for you. Now, at the end of the day, I'm not dumb. I, 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 I'm a coach. I've, you know, I've coached kids who've been on recruiting visits. I, I know what goes on in those visits. Maybe they may go to a frat party or something, or uh, they'll, they'll they'll do something that maybe they have have they have no business doing. But you know, this right here is a little bit too far. Now, now somebody's going to have to some somebody's going to have to pay for this. 
probably going to be somebody's job. And I, I don't know. I can't speculate because you're going to have to figure out how much did Rick Pitino, the head coach of the basketball team, how much did he know? And that's what it's going to all boil down to. But somebody, somebody's going to get somebody's going to get fired for this. It's a bad image on the school, and it's a bad image for future recruits. Um, and that's really that's really all I have to say about it. Um, now, on my show today, I have uh, Reagan linebacker, middle linebacker, outside linebacker, uh, Savion Littlejohn. Um, yeah, and, and of course. This guy kind of comes with a story, um, and I think some of you know, if you keep up with the news, you keep up with the uh, uh, high, high school sports, especially football in the, the Forsyth County area, you would know that uh, this kid was a a great standout defensive player. Um, his junior year, he's now a senior at Reagan High School. Um, so anyways, I'll let him tell his story, but just to kind of give you a general synopsis of it, um, Reagan came off the uh, – 2014 season with one of the best season history. They uh, they went 12 and 0, and they went to uh, they won two playoff games. First of all, you know both of those were the first time in the history of Reagan High School, and one of the uh, the defensive leaders, Savion Littlejohn, uh, at, at some point uh, I want to say before that third playoff game, he started having a little bit of back pain. Thought it was something football related, and you know, and, and after the pain became more severe, he thought he can, you know, thought that he should go see a doctor. Doctor told him, "Hey, man, he gave him the worst news possible, and and, and said you uh, you have non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is basically a form of cancer." I'll let him explain to um, you know how that you know worked out, how it affected him. Now, I know you guys are tired of me talking, so um, I'm getting ready to bring Savion on. So let's. Start the show. coming on the show um it, it, uh, i do appreciate it um well, well, well i guess the first question is man how, how, how's football how's football season going for you individually how are you doing out there yeah man it's, it feels so great to be back with the team the brothers that I, i've been doing it with since four years from now and now that i'm a senior they look up to me and i mean i i don't i can't really explain it, it it's just a good feeling I got you. I, I want you to basically uh, tell us, you know, your 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 whole story and, and what you feel comfortable letting letting uh, our uh, the listeners know about, you know, your your battle with non-Hoskins lymphoma. Exactly, you know, when when the pain started all the way up into April, where you received the news that uh, you know you were cancer free. Tell me exactly what happened. Uh, you know, the 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 community involvement that, that you receive, all the help, uh, just t tell it all. It's, it's The floor is open to you. So you tell us your story. It was really like a sharp pain in my back. 
one day, one morning. And, like, two days later, my legs started getting numb. So my aunt had took me to the hospital. Like, we were there all, i say, all morning to night. And they finally had told us, like, you 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 have cancer. I mean, it was it was a broken-hearted moment for me and my family and the teammates, the coaches, and basically everyone in the school. And through it all, I I just want to thank all all my teammates, the community that was behind me, and most importantly, the people that helped me get back on my feet, like the friends my grandparents, my doctors, my nurses, and everyone. Now, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Um, Now, from what I read, I know that uh, that through your whole stay in a hospital, I want to say it was around six months, but – Every day, basically, you had a visitor, you know, either somebody from the, you know, the school, the community, the football team. I understood that they raised money for, you know, your treatments by selling bracelets, and they were able to make sure that you guys were provided with food uh, at least three days a week. You know, tell me a little bit about all that. Yeah, the coach had uh, set up something to help me and my family out, so we wouldn't have to, like, go out every – so my grandparents wouldn't have to go out every week to provide – provide food for me and they kind of just like wanted to help us out with the with the bills and things like that basically something me and my grandparents would do if some 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 other kid would would have got sick yeah you 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 mentioned coach um for for those of you all that don't know um reagan high school is uh coached by uh, josh mcgee um, a guy who I went to middle school with and played against uh, in Pop Warner all basically all my life. And uh, so, yeah, I, I've known Josh for, for a long time, and, and it doesn't surprise me that he kind of rallied the troops for your calls. Um, so when you when you got the actual initial diagnosis, let me ask you this. Did, did, at, did, at what point, like how – how did that change? Like, I mean, how did that affect you mentally? In my mind, I really thought, like, my life was over because everyone that hears the word you have cancer, they think, like, it's your last time you're living, you know what I mean? And, like, I just thought at that moment, like, this is it. So why not just have fun, keep a smile on my face? I may cry sometimes, but keep it pushing, make my grandma and my granddaddy proud, my aunts, family, friends. Just just thank them for what they were doing for me at the moment. I I, I understand. Um, you, you know, I will, I will tell you this. I don't know at the age of 33 that if I was told that, that I could actually keep myself together because – the 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 word cancer, the word lymphoma, the word in any anything that has to be associated with the word cancer, it automatically it automatically scares you. The word tumor scares you, um, and because you always just hear about people fading away and 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 it and it's painful and 
And I, I mean, I, I just don't know how, how I could handle it mentally and physically, but through all that, you seem like you were strong. I mean, you know, uh, cause tell me about like, basically like the, 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 the pain of like chemo, tell me like how, how that actually affected you and how many, uh, how many uh, chemotherapy treatments did you have to get? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, man, it was it was painful having the sore sore coat, the sores in my mouth, sores on my feet. Sometimes losing my strength, my appetite. It was, it was just painful not being able to eat my favorite foods. It was painful, so painful. <clears throat> and. Now, so you, you you got to you you got to April, and I remember it was like that one final test to to see if you were cancer free, and of course, apparently you are. What have you had any kind of, like have you had to see the doctors uh, any time like in the last couple months just to get checkups here and there? Like how have how 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 has that been for you? It's been great. Matter of fact, I just left like yesterday yesterday morning. They told me I was doing good. I'm starting to get back to normal, and they let me off. I don't. I don't have to take any more medications anymore at the at the moment. So everything's everything's going good so far. Um, at the point that you were officially discharged from the hospital, how long really did it did it did it take you to get back to where you are now? I mean, are are you? Are you at full strength? I know that there you were dealing with some issues with balance, and from what I read in, a, in, a, in an article a couple months ago, you had to get a person to help you with your, with your balance. Tell me a little bit about um, post-chemo, how this affected your, your training and your ability to play football right now? Uh, it, it affected me, I'd say, a whole lot. Because the things that I used to do, I can't. I can't do now. But I, I still try to do them. Like I don't let, let that get in my way. Like my aunt tells me, like, don't get depressed. Just, just keep pushing. Because you're gonna. I mean, you might not can't do it now, but you're gonna get back to where you were. And I just, I just stick that in my head and keep pushing. You know, I, I've kept up with you and read the paper and, and, and stuff like that. From what I read, it, man, it's, it sort of sounds like you really haven't missed a beat. You're out there doing your thing. You, you know, you're making your tackles and and you're doing this. I mean, I uh, uh, it sounds to me like you're you you're, you're doing all right, man. Um, tell me a little bit about the uh, um, the game against uh, West coming up, man. Where what are you guys preparing for? I mean, they got the uh, the the Jay Sean McMillan and, and Darian Slade, who, you know, they basically work in tandem like a two-man show out there. Man, how, how are you prepared for these guys? Man, we've been practicing so hard this week. I would say this is one of our best week, week of practice. I mean, but it, it really is going to – it's going to come down to who wants it more. To me, it will be. It's going to be a hard-fought game. I mean, I got a couple boys on the team. I love them. You know, but, you know, like they say, there's no friends on the field. So uh, I'm going to have to do what's best for for my team to win. I mean, but I wish them luck. Yeah, you know, yeah, luck in a sense of, like, injury-free game, nobody wants to get injured, but not like, yeah. you know. Of course, I mean, I, I, 
I, I know I know what you mean by that. Um, let Let's go back to last year. You you guys came into uh, came to West Forsyth in a tight tight football game, and which you guys won. You know, tell you know, tell me a little bit about that experience, and now West Forsyth actually traveling. Um, to I think we yeah, West Forsyth is traveling to Reagan. Tell me a little bit about like how you know, the, you know, being being involved in that game and how the mood is now. You know, as far as this week, you know how it's been because this is like the game right here. So tell us like a little bit about what's going on this week as far as in the in the school hall. Like how's everybody how's everybody thinking? It's crazy, man. It's like everybody keeps saying, y'all going to lose, y'all going to win. It's it's basically equal because, you, I mean, you don't know who's going to show up and show up. We'll, we'll do what we need to do to get the job done at the end of the day. Um, you, now, you are you are a middle linebacker, correct, or is it outside linebacker? At the moment, I play defensive end right now. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, I always said defensive end ain't nothing but a linebacker down, you know, on the line. <laughs> but I mean, let 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 me let me ask you this. Um in your position, what are the uh, what are your typical uh what are your typical assignments? Like how how do you play your position? What does a defensive end do? I have to keep contained, most importantly. And and keep the guys on the offensive line off our linebacker so they can be free to make plays. Right. Uh, we used to, uh, you know, I was like, I like to talk a little bit of football because when I played for R.J. Reynolds, we used to run this. Uh, we used to run a, uh, a out of the, out of what you call a wishbone, uh, forbatim from the playbook of Air Force, and we used to have this play called just a, ba- a basic veer option, you know, left or right. Um, if you only, you know, and, and as a as an offensive tackle. Your job was actually to get up on the first man inside, which is normally that uh that that middle linebacker. So I see what you're saying about that, you know, because you know once they you know once they get to the next level and get that backer block, then that you know that gives them you know more room more room for the the fullback or or you know the the halfback, whichever one they just did the quarterback size get the ball to. Um, it, it gives them more room to run, um, but. Tell me this: What is your background in football? What did you did you play for like a youth league growing up? Tell me a little bit about your football background. Um, I've been I say I've been playing football for at least thirteen, twelve years now. And it's, it runs. I mean, it runs in a family: basketball and football. But to me, I'm a football guy because I like to dominate people, hit them hard. You know, you gotta go out there and do your thing. Um, well, well, and we, uh, when you played you football, what what did you play? Pop one, and what team did you play for? The Pop Town Packers. All right, so you so you basically grew up in that 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 Reagan High School area, correct? Yes. All right. Um, yeah, I actually played for the very first South Fort Panther team they had back in '95. Um, after playing Pop Warner and a couple of other teams, uh, Pop Warner is always good. What is your uh, what's your most memorable moment in, in, in being in high school football? Like what what's been your most memorable moment, memorable game, or memorable play? 
I have to say West of last year when when they about scored on a crazy punt uh punt and like the dude had caught the ball and almost scored and I I had to stop him and then they we forced them to kick a field goal and he missed it and then we won the game. Yeah, I I, I was there. Um I, I've I've never seen such a like quiet, you know, side of of West Forsyth. I mean it when you cuz it, it basically you guys stole the game. <laughs> um but hey, that that's how it works. What what's been your what's been your biggest disappointment out there? Like what is there a game that you that you played that was really really bad and you just, you know, you really wanted to get it? I say uh, second round playoffs of North Davidson last year. That was my worst game. Too many missed tackles, all that type of stuff. Misreads. Right, right. Um, you mentioned playoff games. Those are big games because the loser goes home at the at the end of the night. So, how do you handle the pressure of those major games? I just I really don't even think about it. I just just do what the coaches tell me to go out there to do. And at the end of the day, they tell us to play your best. I mean, that's all you can do. Right, right. Um, if you well, go ahead. I say if, I was going to say if you if you do that, then you're supposed to win. If you just don't think about it and go out and dominate like you're supposed to. Right. If you could change one thing, you know, uh, uh, about yourself as far as being a football player, like what would it be? Like what is something that that, that you could change that you need to work on that you could change and make it better? I say my attitude. Right. Like every time I mess up, I get I get mad at myself. Yeah, I say my attitude. Yeah, the worst thing you want to do is let the other team know that that, that you're getting frustrated, or you or you are frustrated, because then they then then it then it gives them they're able to get in your head a little bit more. Um, and yeah, and, and it's better you know if they can figure out a way to get you to say something to get you kicked out the game, or maybe th- throw a punch to get you kicked out the game. That's what they're going to try to do because they know that that's a big. Uh, that's a big threat taking off of their t- taking off of their defense. So you really gotta you really gotta watch yourself, man. You know, at the at the end of the day, you just gotta stay positive, and that's one good thing to work on because you know when it comes to it, if you ever decide you want to play at the next level, no 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 head ball coach or any college program is gonna want a kid with a bad attitude. Um, so how do you uh, how do you actually handle like the 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 whole like the whole schoolwork and and the practice and this being able to have time like your personal time how do you handle all that? I mean, I really can't say I handle it well, but I know my grandparents are going to stay on me about my schoolwork first and tell me to get that done before like football or hanging out with friends. They're going to make sure I get my work done before I even have fun. Think about having fun at that. Right, right. Um, 
how do you how do you guys motivate each other in halftime or like if you are behind in the score? Like how do you try to get the motivation up? I mean it's going half to me is really nothing to say. If if you know you play bad, then it's my fault that, that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do and I will pick it up. To me we I mean, it's it's not really just not too much to say because I feel like if you know you're playing bad, you will step it up. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say? Oh yeah, I I I, I got you. It's like uh, you you know, I always uh, I always you know when I coach, you know, and, and wrestling is one of my sports. You know, I you know I coach a, a youth wrestling team at the club level. I coached it at the high school level. First of all, you shouldn't ever have to tell a kid to go out there and wrestle hard or go out there and play hard because that's something that's just automatic. Um, and the motivation you need, especially if you're down in a football game, is to look at the scoreboard and see if you're down. That should motivate you enough. It's time to step the game up. You know, you're, you're down by two touchdowns. That's your motivation. Now it's good to get your team behind you, but that right there in and of itself should motivate you enough. And, and no, we we need this game, we need this W. It's it's time to go out there and and, and take it to the next level. Um, what do you? Uh, how does it feel like when when you're out there playing a hit or cheers from that big from that student section? Um, how, how does how does that feel like? What how how does that motivate you all? Man, we we love our student section. I think they're the main reason why we really go out and play, just for them to come out and see us. It, the 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 fans, they they just get us motivated. That that that's great because I I, I will tell you this, um, Reagan and West Forsyth have the best student sections um, in a county, and the leader of the student section at uh, West Forsyth, a guy named Chad Rings, you know, he seems like he's done an excellent job organizing it and getting it together. But I can't wait just to be myself, to be in this environment, to see this. And in the student sections going, going against each other in competition, you know, to, to, to excite and motivate their team. So, you know, I can't, I can't wait for that. Um, so what are your what are your goals this year? Is there a certain number of tackles you're trying to achieve, or I mean, do you have any set goals individually? No, not not really. I after after I went through what I went through, I just I just told myself, you know what, just it's your last year, enjoy it while you can, and go out and have fun. Right. What um. Where is it do you draw do you draw your inspiration to play football play football from? Sorry, sorry, I got the hiccups, guys. So, so excuse me. I'm trying to do it as much. I'm trying to control it. But where do you draw your inspiration from to play play football? You know, every kid has his 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 dream of going somewhere big. But you know, I I really want to go to NC State or ECU, mm-hmm. but I mean if. If if not those colleges anywhere, I get an opportunity to play. Um, before you step out there, 
on a film on a Friday night. Um, how how do you prepare yourself prepare yourself for that atmosphere? Um, how do you get in the zone? Like, do you listen to music? I mean, what 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 gets you calm and ready to go? I listen to music. Music calms my calms my mind. Right. Um, in reference to the game versus West for Sight, do you anticipate it be, being a close game? Yeah, I, I I really think it's going to be a close, close low low scoring game. Um, well, what do you anticipate would be the biggest challenge in that game? Really getting down, getting down their their different formations, and and knowing which which play to call on defense. Right. What are you looking forward to the most? Winning the CPC. Right, and because I, I know North Davis is tough, you guys are tough, and so is West. That's going to be a battle in and of itself. Uh, so I, I yeah, like I said, it's it's a tough conference out there. Uh, aside from football, what do you do like just outside of football? What do you do? You have any other hobbies? Do you go fishing? Do you what do you do? <laughs> to be honest, I really don't do anything but just uh, sit at home or I go over my friends, joke around. Uh, Stay at home, mess with my grandma or my granddad, have a good time with them, and I just enjoy being home at the moment before I graduate and go off to college. Um, is there anything that kind of makes you nervous before a game? Not really. I wouldn't say it would. I I understand that. Um. Is there is there any type of uh, player at the next level, whether it be college or or, or, or pro, that you kind of um, you like to um, imita- imitate or try to play like or, or or tailor your game after? You know, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot I can name, but on the field, I wanna I wanna be better than them. You know what I mean? I wanna uh, I wanna. Make make people remember my name. Right. What advice could you give with with all you've gone through in the last year? What advice can you give to kids coming up, um, playing foot, playing high school football, and just in life itself? Because you've probably you probably what with your situation probably had to mature you know, five years just in your situation alone. Um, you know, you, you had to handle it. You had to handle that prop problem like a man. And, you know, with all that, you know, what advice can you give to any kid coming up playing football and just in, in, in general? How are you? Good. Um, just, I mean, why you got a chance? Just enjoy life. Like don't make bad decisions. I mean, of course we're going to make some in a lifetime, but, I mean, just enjoy life. Cool. What uh, tell me a little bit about the uh, impact that uh, Coach Josh McGee has had on you since 
you entered Reagan High School as a football football player? I mean, Coach McGee, he's a he's a great man, a great supporter. He helped me through through the battle with cancer. You know, I mean, I I love to do. I wouldn't say he's like a father, but I say he's like a big brother, big brother to us. That's cool. That's cool. Um, now, what I, what I was gonna what I was gonna ask you is because I, it, it was kind of hard to find anything, and if somebody wanted to follow your progress and keep keep up with you, what social media networks are you on, and what are the, uh, the what are the handles to them? You know, what are the screen names to them? Um, if you really want to reach me, I probably, it'll be probably Instagram. Mm -hmm. And the screen name is, uh, at underscore BMP3. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else, anything else to share, man, you know, I'll let you roll. I know you probably got school work and, you know all that stuff. All that stuff. I want to. I want to tell you. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, and you know, I hate that it happened. And I'm glad that you're. You know, that you're on on the road to a. You know, one hundred percent recovery. Um, and I want to tell you, good luck this just this Friday against West Forsyth. And you know, hopefully, hopefully you get what you want out of want out of the game. But uh, I, I appreciate you you being on the show. And I hope to have you on and sometime soon in the future. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And good luck. Thank you. Um, everybody, that was uh Savion Little John, um, the defensive end at Reagan High School. And I'm glad you guys were able to hear his story and, and, and understand that you never know what your future holds. And you never know the kind, you know, something, something that you think is something very simple could be out, could turn out to be something very, 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 very big. Um, you know, he handled, he seemed like he handled his whole ordeal with the, uh, with non-Hoskins lymphoma and in the best positive way that he could. Uh, he he sure did have the the the, the community support, um, the support of his teammates, the the support of his friends, and the support of the Raiding community. Uh, it's, to rally around him to, you know, make it less stress on him as possible. But, you know, it's really hard because in and of itself, I mean, I, I you know, I've heard the stories of chemo. I've heard, uh, you know, I've heard how it affects people. And, and believe me, I no nobody needs to go, go, go through that. And all in all, he seems like, he, you know, he's coming out and he's doing fine. Um, and once again, I would like to thank, thank you guys for joining me. Um, and, and for this uh, episode of Access Radio Live, tomorrow I'm doing one. Uh, we'll, we'll have a show. So tomorrow, 8 o'clock, I'll be interviewing the, the Divine Diablo, who has been selected to play in the Shrine Bowl for 20, 2015. And he's also committed to Virginia Tech. And he's a football player at Mount Tabor High School. So I'll have Devon Diablo 
on tomorrow at eight o'clock. Please be sure to tune in and listen to that. Be pretty exciting interview, I hope. Um, I don't know really much about the guy. I saw him play against West Forsyth last week. The uh, season hadn't really been going as as well as well as they wanted, but um, he sure is having a good season individually. Uh, well, but that's all, folks. And once again, thanks for tuning in. Today is Tuesday, October 20th, 2015, um, an episode of Access Radio Live. Everybody enjoy your night and have, a, and have a nice Wednesday and rest of the week. And be sure you join me tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Thank you. Thank you.